today. President Trump agrees to an orderly transition of presidential power, uh, more impeachment talk, despite what I just said, and Facebook indefinitely deplatforms Donald Trump. We obviously have a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, once again joined by my good friend Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans show, and also Eric July, Belize TV contributor. Thank you for being here. Of course, of course. I think that's the first time I saw you like really smile, Eric. Oh yeah, I don't smile much, but, <laughs> but yes, we bring yes, it we yes, bring yes, it out of you. Was exciting, yeah. Oh my god. I was gonna think it's just you had some victory in your gaming or something. Oh no, you no, look, no, you no, like no. You won. This is way better than that. I ha- I uh, do have to t- I do have to say I must say when I was talking to our booking producer about who to have on today, I was like, Eric's gonna have a lot to say today. I think we need to hear from him at the table. Uh, so as I I mentioned before uh, at the top of the show. Congress has certified the Electoral College vote, and uh, they went ahead and, of course, resumed after what we brought you yesterday. And uh, Trump did agree to an orderly transition of presidential power earlier this morning. He said, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. I have always said we would continue our fight to ensure that only legal votes were counted. While this represents the end of the the greatest first term in presidential history, it's only the beginning of our fight to make America great again. Uh, Now, I do I do want to I want to I want to talk to you guys, you viewers out there who uh, especially those of you who you're you watch every day, you watch all the time. I want to encourage you to make sure that you are being objective about the events that took place yesterday. I know I I heard a lot of you. I I do read your feedback, even the ones who are insulting me. I read those too, thank you very much. Uh, We do read your feedback and I did find it quite interesting because I think about half of the commenters were saying, you stupid idiots, this was Antifa in disguise. And the other half were saying, well, what do you expect these patriots to do? They had enough and they rose up. So I'm just saying, you know, half of you are saying one thing, half of you are saying another. And I just would encourage you guys to be objective in your opinions on what happened and what took place yesterday. Uh, With that, Yaku, I will give you the floor first. Uh, What say you on the events that took place and how it's shaking out today? I know we we are going to get to the 25th Amendment being called for and we are going to get to calls for impeachment. But um, but but what say you about President Trump and whether or not he's culpable in what he said yesterday and then again today? Yeah, look, they say he incited the, you know, the violence. The, the yeah. violence. And can we say if we're, we're going to say violence and I'm going to say we never condone violence, nor did we through Black Lives Matter. Right. We're never about anybody getting harmed, shot, hurt, killed, whether they believe what I believe or don't. So, so that's despicable what took place. It's not who we are as Americans. But, but it, he did not incite it. Right. My, it's not him, right? Yes, did people get riled up? Who was, who was the front of the barrier? We saw Elijah Schaefer do some really good work. Thank you. Shout out. That is to be discovered regardless. Mm-hmm. You cannot behave that way. I won't let my children throw a tantrum like that in my house. I sit them down and I go, what do you think you're going to accomplish by attacking your sister? Mm-hmm. Sit down. Tell me. 
Let's talk it through. Let's use the mechanisms in play. Now, people will say, well, Yaku, they've abandoned all the mechanisms. The courts won't hear it. I know. And at some point, you do make a stand. But what was that type of a stand going to accomplish? Zero. It wasn't. As a matter of fact, it actually took some of the good guys and it flipped them. Yes. To yes. the wrong side. Yeah. Well, within I, an hour. And that's what I said yesterday. We was worked hard on the good guys getting those legislators. I personally worked hard yeah. on getting legislators to sign and, and aim at decertification. And some of the legislators I've even spoken to in the run up, mm -hmm. we had to really work hard to get them to understand that their, their, you know, their power flipped within an hour because fear ensued. And it's like, Oh, dear Lord, we still we need to preserve America. Right. And so I think for a moment there it is COVID-19 cropped up frustration. It's making making him wear a mask. It's don't no work, can't pay mortgage, can't put food on the table. The, the steel election stopped the steal. And then and in the moment and, and they lost control, they lost control. But it's never good, nor was it to burn target down mm -hmm. flames in the background. Mm -hmm. It's just Ironic to me that the left's now saying, well, th they called it a riot before the march started. Okay, yeah. now this is a riot, but when buildings are burning in the background, then it's peaceful protest. That's lunacy. But for me, it's, it, was a, it was a sad moment to see, but I understand and stand as a frustrated human being myself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the process, 100%. But I'm not walking down the street looting and scratching cars and keying cars because I'm frustrated, okay, because I'm not a kid anymore. Well, this, I think today is going to be the day that a lot of people learn the difference between where I'm at on this situation and a lot of other commentators, especially conservative commentators. I don't and I've never pretended as if Congress and the people that live in the Capitol building aren't. That's not the den of criminals. Now, remember when all of this popped out, popped off, I sat right. I think it was actually at this side of the table when all of the looting and all of that stuff broke out in George Floyd. And I sat here right here and I said, the only people that had a leg to stand on, you never heard me talk trash about them or any, even if someone on the other side of the table did, I said that that was the people that took it directly to the precincts. You never heard me knock, mm -hmm. knock them for that. Now, I understand ideologically, I differ from people and that's perfectly fine. So I'm going to be consistent on that note in that this, call it whatever you want to. I really don't care. Riot, blah, blah, blah. These guys had enough sense to go directly to where they felt was the last stand and where they felt were the people that, you know, and we understand the certification process. We know that that was their last stand. And I'm not going to pretend as if not only do they not have a point, but I'm also not going to pretend like the people in there or that's not their little cathedral of criminals and thieves. Sure. Like the problem that, that I have with how we discuss this, and this is one of my criticisms of a lot of people on the right and the left. Or, or more so the right when it comes to this instance. Look, they didn't even have the decency. Now, it's easy for me, the anarchist at the table, to sit up here and say, well, the elections are all a quack anyway. That's very easy. It doesn't really say anything. However, if you do feel that there is something going on and you have this entire year of a process in which everybody's voting, doing whatever it is that they want, we have this mail and this is all new. They didn't even have enough sense aside from what, like 15,000 of them in, in Georgia. They really didn't even have enough sense to audit. They basically said you lost 
kiss our tail, sure. go screw yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. So they went in, they flipped some, they flipped some tables, and the uh, the criminals went right back into that institution at the last night. It wasn't like they burned the building down. And yes, there were some people that unfortunately got shot. Most of that being by way of the police shooting shooting them. Most of the fo- people that went there, they were not armed. They couldn't be. It's DC, um, but they weren't armed. So I'm not gonna sit here and pretend as if I get it. It's easy for us to say, all right, well these guys are frustrated. This is not how we act. And my question has always been, okay, when? The left doesn't play by the rules. I know it's easy. We're adults. We don't want to act like that. And I don't. And I want to be clear. I do not condone violence ever. That's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. Unless it's defensive, that is a bad thing. I do not condone acts of aggression. However, when you look at what's happened over the course of the last what five months with the post George Floyd, not only did the leftists not condemn the people that were burning that same spot, that same city down. Let's not forget the leftists also were actually taking it to government buildings and sure. they were taking it to federal government sure. buildings. That's exactly what happened. It might not have been the Capitol, but around the Capitol. Capitol. Yes. And, police station. Right. And the Capitol and the, the Capitol um but the problem with that excuse me, more so I had the, with the leftists is that well the process they want to burn down everybody's buildings, businesses, they'll burn down right. their their neighbor's business. Right. Look I get it. It's frustration. And maybe now this is what I'm trying to do for conservatives that are frustrated. May all of those decentralization talks that I've been talking about on the show. People call me crazy. I don't think they sound as crazy anymore. But again, you won't ever find me defending those thieves over there. When you consider they send your parents, I mean, excuse me, they send your kids off to war. You consider all the pork field bills that they've passed, all of the criminal acts that they're doing sure. right now. I have no desire to protect them. And I know it's a hard pill for a lot of people to no. swallow at, at home. And I get it. But that's the reality of the situation. Eric, it's not a hard pill to swallow. 100%. Dinner thieves, look, there should be term limits. None of these people should be allowed to be career politicians anyway because they're after their own height. All of them. All of them. Left and right. If there's one thing we saw in this election is that the right is as cancerously sick (laughs) as the left. Okay? Let's just be real. But still, for the people, I'll say this. If you're going to go to war, then go to war. Don't half tell it. Okay. okay, you would you. you if you got because because otherwise you don't accomplish something. I, I can understand. If you that. get That's in the argument. octagon, don't get in and go. Come on, come on. Hey, That's man. a good argument. If, if you're going to go and the octagon door closes, that's what I love about the UFC and Dana White. There's no holes in the ropes. When that door closes, boy, it, there's nothing can save you. You tap out, you choke, but you go. And that's my issue. It's a, because when you have. ASS it in a way, and again, I'm not asking for violence, but the Civil War wasn't a threat. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. No one wants that again. In that situation, there's no winner. You don't win. Actually, what happened yesterday is we we gave those brutal vipers, Mm -hmm. both sides of the aisle, hero status. They looked like, oh, we're coming back. We're strong. Nancy Pelosi and the right on the right yeah. to those who cave. So I'm with you a thousand percent. There's real reform that has to happen in this country. At a, at who's politicians? And these judges, they're politicians. Yeah, they're well, elected. They're and so, so Sarah, we need this serious work to be done. And I'll close with this. And sorry to take you so much time. I'll say this. I'm absolutely dumbfounded as an immigrant because I don't operate this way and that the right always waits to the 11th hour to fight just just like just like Obamacare is so bad eight years he's in office we win the White House and we got no plan to replace Obamacare we we do not strategize on the right we don't think down the road there's no 10 15 50 year plan they are way better 
as conniving and deceiving and corrupt and crooked they are, they at least think it through. Well, I'm sure it, it's helpful that uh, they control the media as well. well. Sure. It's not just of that. Course, it's the media. The they got your educational elites, mm-hmm. the academia, which is probably the, where a lot of this stems from. They have the economic elites, all of these board strategic. members of these yeah. big. This is where they, and this is why I've said libertarians and conservatives have completely lost this battle. And until they wake up and realize that, okay, this is a cultural problem, they're going to continue to lose. This is why the media, this is why I don't get into all who did what is all, or was it a, uh, look, that doesn't matter. The media, the corporate media is going to spin it whatever way they want to anyway and they're going to always paint you as the most evil uh uh, person that's alive and especially now that you've attacked their little cathedral that's exactly what they're going to say and this is why the analogy that i've used and again hard pill to swallow for conservatives but it's a reality of the situation we are trying to, uh, we, I don't, uh, even though you, not necessarily saying that the allies, but you look conservatives and libertarians, trying to fight, going back to a, a sport analogy, fight straight up. And I get it. Yeah. You're trying to fight yeah. straight up, trying no. to fight honestly. That's not how they fight. No. That's not how no, they fight. They do low blows. They got the loaded gloves. And more importantly, they got, they done bought off the ref I'm and the ref. they done bought off the judges <laughs> right. of the fight. Right. That's how, that's how yeah. it works. Yeah. Now, I think that's the more the hard conversation to have because you got to, how do you combat that? Yeah. Right. But that's why I didn't rush so many people down my timeline. You need to condemn this. And I mean, can't condemn it. Nothing. That's just how I operate. I definitely when we talk about these criminals, I didn't condemn the ones that were going at the uh, uh, going at the precincts either when there was a, a supposed wrongdoing. The problem right now is that you're seeing how rigged the game is. And this is why a lot of people are frustrated. And maybe now, hopefully, America, we can talk about actual decentralization. Yeah. You're seeing a, what you're saying right now. And I yeah. end on this note is a growing divide of people that are caught culturally different and incompatible, more importantly. And unfortunately, there's this big rule, big big body that rules over 50 states of people that are culturally different. Hell, in Texas, we're culturally different from people from Dallas to Houston. It's culturally different. And right now you're seeing how incompatible there are. I think more of the separation is the people that want to be left alone and you have the control freaks. So how on earth do we combat that? I think decentralization is a legit conversation that we need to start having. For sure. And taking communities back. Yeah. Micro, micro. Stop waiting for the federal government like to fix anything. Yeah. Power to the small community. Yeah. Right small school choice, small community. This precinct, this district. That's a, it actually is how we set up. We're set up to do it. We give government so much power, even state government. Yeah. Forget about state government, my county, my county, my zip code. You know, yeah. the, the community. We got to take communities back. That, yeah. uh, all right. We, we have more to come. I. I'd like to get delve a little bit deeper into this conversation uh, with the remarks from Joe Biden after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, we're talking about big tech later on in the show. Uh, Big tech is a very, very scary thing. And let me ask you, does it make sense that the same company who controls half of online retail also... It's just kind of like eavesdropping on your private conversations at home. Yeah, I don't, you you didn't realize that that was happening, but it is. How about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches, uh, runs your email service, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? You are being watched right now, ladies and gentlemen. Big tech is more powerful than most countries are. 
now. And they profit by exploiting your personal data. You got to put a layer of protection in between your online activity and all of these big tech. No good doers. All right. They are evil doers. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Sorry, YouTube. Uh, that is why we use ExpressVPN here at The Blaze. You've got everything right out there that you're doing. Even if those of you who you think, well, I'm not doing anything bad on the Internet. You don't want these people tracking your every move. They will use it for their own personal gain and personal profit. All right. You got to get ExpressVPN on your device, on all of your devices, actually. And they're going to hide your IP address uh, and they are going to make your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. They encrypt 100 percent of your Internet data. They will keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. They're not going to slow your connection either. All right. They are rated number one by CNET and Wired. Uh, you got to go to you got to go to expressvpn.com slash why that is expressvpn.com slash why if you go there you will get three months for free as an extra added bonus it is expressvpn.com slash why protect yourself online expressvpn.com slash why as i said earlier in the program i just again urging you guys to stay objective, stay consistent. As, as Eric said, he has been consistent. You may not agree with his opinion, yeah. but he's been consistent. And, um, and I think that that's important when we're talking about this because you know who hasn't been consistent? The left. The left-leaning lawmakers, Democrat lawmakers, the mainstream media, none of them have been consistent in this. They, none of them went to condemn the violence when you were talking about uh, cities burning down, private businesses being burned to the ground. But now they're here to tell you that anyone who has ever supported Trump is, uh, you know, basically responsible for everything that happened yesterday. They are the worst of the worst people. I mean, of course, you saw this coming from them. But here's Joe Biden making a very, very interesting remark comparing uh, what happened yesterday to if this would have been Black Lives Matter. Watch. A little over an hour and a half after the chaos started, I got a text from my granddaughter, Finnegan Biden, who's a senior in her last semester at the University of Pennsylvania. She sent me a photo of military people in full military gear, scores of them lining the steps of the Lincoln Memorial because of protests by Black Lives Matter. She said, Pop, this isn't fair. No one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, there wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been treated very, very differently and the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all, we all know that's true. And it is unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Yeah, we do know it's true because uh, Black Lives Matter probably would have been allowed to burn the entire building to the ground and no one would have been shot. I believe that's the difference. And had CNN support. Yes. And say it's peaceful. So, yeah, I mean, you had Chris and, Cuomo and kill, not and, too long and, ago. And kill cops. Can we, can, and, and you had Chris Cuomo not America. too long ago saying, well, sometimes protests, you got to amp it up, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah, you got to yeah, take it up a notch. Yeah. Whoever said protests were just supposed to be peaceful? Exactly. Who said that? That was Chris Cuomo over the yeah. summer. And, and, and did you see someone burning an American flag yesterday? 
Did you see some said cop cars on fire? Now listen, listen to me clearly. Getting there and applying pressure, I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. I was talking about entering the building and sitting in, in wicked Nancy's chair, and that accomplishes nothing. But yeah. the hypocrisy, and again, making it race. Yeah. They can't, they cannot have a conversation. And I'm telling you, I've said this, and I have, I have historical precedent for this for the country I came from, okay? Mm -hmm. And I want to be a broken record, okay? But they cannot function without racial tension. The left needs racial tension to function. They can't run Planned Parenthood without racial tension. They can't indoctrinate communities without racial tension. They love racial tension. Whoever talks about race first, you need to watch. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Why did he have to make that about race? Right. Dragging his granddaughter into it. He's going to be sorry later that he dragged her into that. But it's sickening to me that there's no equilibrium in this country. There's no plumb line. I mean, this is the most ungodly thing. This is, this is literally how you erode a society is you have different sets of rules for different people. And as he's literally, as he's saying, oh, there would have been a different set of rules if it was Black Lives Matter. You're applying a different set of rules in the same argument to say, these are thugs and it's wrong. But my guys, right. when they protest, they can set buildings on fire, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, to me, Eric, it just feels like, it's like, this is why these people were so pissed off. This is why these people stormed the Capitol the way that they did, because they were tired of being treated uh, as if, you know, they're the ones who are doing everything wrong, and Black Lives Matter can get away with whatever they want. Antifa can get away with whatever for they want. Months. No consequences for them. They're burning cities down, yeah, and they get away months. with it for months. Yeah. And these people are tired of being gaslighted. Well, yeah, you, so you call them racist. You call them uh, basically every negative name uh, in, yeah. in the book over the course of the last, I mean, four years, but especially you, you picked it up uh, this past year. And they at one point, again, when you consider this combination with the uh, election, here we are. But it's very interesting to hear that come from not only him being uh, where, where he aligns up to mm -hmm. particular issue with that little banner that was down there. He talks about this is a threat of threat to democracy. Again, anytime I hear that, you are giving them a compliment. That's all as far as I'm concerned, because that is not a good thing. But the fact that, and, and you know, when I talked about this earlier, I don't even care to have that conversation. It's a worthless conversation to sit up here and try to say, well, what would happen if this happened yet. Right. but that's not even a conversation worth, worth worth having number one when you consider that you know all of what happened over the course of the last year uh, well five five or so months for george floyd with them burning down uh everything that they, that they uh, other people's businesses mm -hmm. see that's the interesting thing about all of this and what i'm trying to get america to understand they only want to go there when you actually take it to them so they went to their cathedral. I'm going right. to call it exactly what it is. It's a state that they worship. So they went to their cathedral and then all of a sudden it was a problem. I had someone talk about this on, 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 on Twitter to me and say, well, it was a little different uh, than burning down, you know, the downtown 7-Eleven versus going in there and, and, and flipping a desk or two at the at the deal. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's kind of the point, because 7-Eleven to me is obviously more. They're not aggressive. They're out of your business. business. They're, they're not doing anything. Business. They had nothing to do with right. any of this. Uh, so actually, you're making the, you're making the point when, yeah, when you exactly. say that. But it goes to show how, OK, you can attack your neighbor 
You can blow up your neighbor's house. It's about house. them being elitist. Their, They're the yeah. elite. You can do all of that. Mm-hmm. But once you go to that cathedral, mm-hmm. that den of the thieves, den of the criminals, whoa, wait a minute. What, 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 what are you doing? This is a threat to threat to our democracy. I'm saying you threatening me with a good time when you say something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take Joe's guns and his home trying to defend himself. Yeah. Yeah. Come with preposterous notions such as you can't shoot first if someone comes into your house. But don't come to us. And, it, and let's like people got shot and died like yesterday. Yes. And yes. as bad as that is. Yeah. So I don't even know what narrative they're talking about. This whole what if someone did get shot I and know. did die. So what are you talking about? It's, yeah. It is bizarre. And again, that's that's where the gaslighting comes in for me. It's yes. like, what? Why are you talking to us as if that didn't just occur? We didn't just see it happen before our very eyes. We saw how these people were treated in comparison to Black Lives Matter riots. We saw it. It actually happened. And it was worse. Uh, All right. So Chuck Schumer is uh, calling for Vice President Pence to, quote, immediately invoke the 25th Amendment, remove President Trump from office. Uh, And then, of course, he's saying if that doesn't happen, we should impeach the president. I know I read that uh, Ilan Omar was working on some sort of articles of impeachment again. And even uh, Adam Kinzinger was calling. He is a a GOP representative. He was calling for Trump's removal from office as well. Uh, Here is a little bit of what he had to say. Sadly, yesterday it became evident that not only has the president abdicated his duty to protect the American people and the people's house, he invoked and inflamed passions that only gave fuel to the insurrection that we saw here. When pressed to move and denounce the violence, he barely did so, while of course victimizing himself and seeming to give a wink and a nod to those doing it. All indications are that the president has become unmoored, not just from his duty, nor even his oath, but from reality itself. It is for this reason that I call for the vice president and members of the cabinet to ensure the next few weeks are safe for the American people and that we have a sane captain of the ship. Section 4 of the 25th Amendment allows a majority of the cabinet and the vice president to assume the duties of the office of presidency until the president is able to himself. It's time to invoke the 25th Amendment and to end this nightmare. Your thoughts? Oh, that, I, w- I want to go with that dude in the octagon. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Any day, all day. Let's go. And I'll tell you why. That's a coward. You know why? He's Saving his own hide, that is, that is called buying political will. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you just saw. But Because I promise you, Miss Gonzalez, three months ago, he would, have, he would have begged the president to endorse him on Twitter or retweet him on Twitter. Or when he was running for an, a campaign, he wanted the endorsement from the very guy. And now at the final hour, I'm going to throw a Hail Mary and just show the guys on the left, hey, hey I'm the middle of the road guy. I can work and with gonna you. And it's going to get him nothing. Okay? It's yeah. going to get him zero. Zero. Because when you lukewarm, God says, I'll spew you out. Okay? That is what I'm talking about. Well, you're not going to curry favor from the left. No, that's no. what I'm talking about. The, the sickness, the rhinos yeah. in the Republican Party, right? No, no, no chutzpah, kahunas to actually say, I'm going to be consistent. Yeah. I'm going to walk the line. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the, where I've been trying to take the conversation. So now you're starting to see that the other members of the cathedral are just as corrupt and mm-hmm. just as bad. And they don't really give a damn about anything it was that you 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 want. So when you look at that, 
and you look to go on towards the future, you see that the problem is it's, it's deeper, right? It's rooted. It's in the roots, right? In which the, the issue lies. So when we talk about the conservative not leaders, commentators, uh, uh, actual politicians, when you look at them, I think you have to look at them and you have to see what it is that they're doing right now and how they're responding right That's now. Right. That's and right. a lot of people are responding right now in a way, like you mentioned, to save their own tail. And for whatever reason, I'm trying to explain to you, America, you're not going to get favor from the media. You're not going to get favor from those other politicians. They're still going to call you pa- fascist. They're going to call you the absolute worst people in the world. So you gain absolutely nothing uh, uh, from it. You're just their useful idiot. So you're seeing what they actually are made of. Like you mentioned, I'm pretty sure they would have wanted th- that endorsement long ago. Mm-hmm. You're seeing who they actually are. And that's where the issue is. I've talked about it all the time about the Republican Party. Look, We've moved for decades closer and closer to absolute state socialism and the Republicans have either been completely complicit in it or they've been absolutely useless to stop it. Been on the defense the entire time, been compromising the entire time, and now we are where we're at. All right, we've got uh, more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you have a New Year's resolution to uh, lose some weight, okay, I got to tell you about Built Bar. I I'm, I have a I have a built bar addiction problem actually. Uh, built built bar by the way it is built bar not Bill Bar as apparently some of you thought that I said the other day. I'm not talking about uh, former yeah, Attorney General uh, <laughs> oh, Bill Bar. Okay, not talking not Bill Burr. Not Bill Bar. Okay, built bar. It is a protein bar. It is probably healthier than your favorite protein bar, and I can tell you this: it's much more delicious. It doesn't taste like chalk. Uh, it is low calorie, low sugar. It's high protein. It's great for keto diets. I'm on keto diet as well. I eat one um, every morning, at least one. I I, I could lie to you and say sometimes I don't eat more than one but that would be a lie because some some days I do eat more than one during the day. Uh, It's 100% chocolate, real chocolate that it's covered with. They've got all sorts of different flavors. They've got caramel brownie. Uh, They've got white chocolate that they had just the other day. I know that they are are advertising. I can't wait to try uh, the new cookie dough that they have. They are seriously delicious. You're going to think that you're eating a candy bar, but you're also going to be eating something very healthy and something that is going to help you keep that New Year's resolution to get in shape and lose some weight. You got to go to BuiltBar.com, not Bill Bar. Again, BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS20. You'll get 20% off of your order. That is NEWS20. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. My son even likes them too. So your kids will like them too, and they will be eating something very healthy. It is BuiltBar.com, promo code NEWS20. We were talking about big tech earlier in the show. Speaking of big tech, Facebook making two pretty big moves uh, in the last 24 hours. Number one, they are banning and removing photos and videos from the Capitol protest and uh, content labeled as, quote, promotion of criminal activity. Um, not sure how you tell a story as a reporter, Can you still take as a, picture a journalist. Out of Congress? Talking about criminal activity? <laughs> I'm sure Nancy Pelosi's face will still be able to that, be plastered still post, all okay, over. Sure. Yeah, all over Facebook. <laughs> uh, they they released a statement on Wednesday. Twitter released a statement. I'm sorry. Twitter released a statement on Wednesday that read, in regard to the ongoing situation in Washington, D.C., we are working proactively to protect the health of the public conversation occurring on the service and will take action on any content that violates the Twitter rules. Uh, but Facebook was just straight up like, yeah, we're banning and removing these 
these photos. And on top of that, Facebook also indefinitely deplatforming uh, President Trump. And uh, they've just said indefinitely. So the idea, I think, is that they are going to deplatform him until he is removed from office. I know Twitter uh, had done the same thing. They had removed his tweets as well um, and locked down his account. They said that he had two policy violations. Um, But here we are. Big tech. And, uh, you know, I mean, who can blame them, honestly, at this point? Who can blame them? Because for all as much as uh, the GOP talks about making sure that they are they're held accountable for what they do, making sure that we look at Section 230, all of these different things. What has been done in the last four years to curb big tech? I haven't seen anything go through. I haven't seen them really make that a priority. Now they're being basically told that all of their actions should be condoned because GOP didn't do anything for four years. And here they are going to have a Biden-Harris administration where the world is at their fingertips. Uh, And all of us can be censored if they so choose. So who can blame them really for doing this? Yeah, And look, I'll say this to you. No, of course, this is... a, a dog's going to do what a dog does. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this is what they do, and, and I'm not surprised. And it's going to be a massive deplatform that's happening. And and I'll, I'm going to share something with you that we didn't know. I didn't. Know. I was just texting saying, "Can I do this?" N- next week on this show, I'm going to break exclusive news oh. right here, right here. There's a new full-on, full-blown social media platform coming that I can tell you I've looked at many, and it's going to knock the teeth out of what there is today and there's going to be a massive migration and the whole nature of this platform was built for you to never be censored right and to change behavior Mm -hmm. for good right and so parents are going to love it we're going to announce it here i just texted with the guys and and i'm telling you it's epic they were going to launch it february but based on what happened yesterday they went through the night last night and said the american people deserve something where they can't be turned off Period. Mm. So it's going to be exciting. Oh, but I can't this, wait. this is what they do, and we'll do it here. But this is what they do. It's their nature, right? Yeah. And and I'm ex- expecting Jack Dorsey and those guys to be, you know, they're doing it too, and and all the other platforms, because anything that goes against, they don't want civil discourse. They don't want debate, not argument, debate, which is an art, Eric, that has flown off into the wind. It's lost. The art of debate. Bring that back into school. Teach your children how to actually sit with someone who you completely disagree with and leave the room, right, intact. Mm -hmm. Remaining friends and friendly with a bigger goal called, oh, that's right, the United States of America. Right. Eric, it may be different if President Trump called for violence, called for anyone to, you know, storm the gates or anything like that. I I didn't hear that from him. I heard President Trump being President Trump, you know, just kind of going on and on about things and and saying that he was wrong. Well, before he take before he left or was left, he was taken off. Um, he did a video. I don't know if y'all saw yeah. that, in which he had said, like, keep it peaceful. Yeah, and all, I mean, he said it many times. Many times. And they said, so, well, we know what he really yeah, meant by like, that. Yeah, like, so, yeah. It's like him <laughs> renouncing Proud Boys or, or violence right, before. Right. How it's many never times enough. do I have to do yeah. It's never enough. It's never enough. Or and it's not is, fast enough. And this yeah. is what people are seeing with this whole debacle is that, look, you can't, these guys got to their position by way of emotion, and they want to completely shut down any sort of thing that goes against mm-hmm. their narrative. This is why it was always hilarious to sit up in here, leftists speak as if they are the revolutionaries, as their positions have been adopted top to bottom by, again, the educational and economic and entertainment elites. 
you're seeing this right now with with what's going on with tech and the main the the, the, the I guess the ones that have the higher usage rates, the Twitters, the Facebooks of the world, in which they want to make they want to control the conversation. God forbid you actually have some sort of dispute, and it always seems to be slanted one way. We yeah. see they did not yeah. they did not handle the 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 other pr- actual protests where people were you know getting their business and stuff. Um, they promoted you know, protest. It. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was all on the table. America, th- that's what you're seeing. So that's why I don't understand. I'm glad that there are alternatives that are be. I think that's where it starts, right? You yeah. got to come up with alternatives yeah. to what exists. I'm less about getting the government in the way and more about, okay, let's come up with free market. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's come up with different alternatives to compete with these guys. And yeah, it, it, it'll take some time, but maybe you start to see people put a dent in what it is that they do. Now, you're seeing how rigged the game is against you, how much power they actually have. It's a lot deeper than just government. Uh, it's guys that have uh, quasi states, which, uh, you know, are either protected by the state or influenced, paid for by the state, commissioned by the state to say these certain things. And they're all on the same team. And this is why I don't understand why folks are falling over themselves to sit here and try to, uh, I guess, appeal to the left. Like that's going to do anything. No, it's not no, going to do anything. No, and the quicker check. people realize that, the better off we're going to be. And it's the same names. It's the same. It's like playing checkers. It's the same pieces on the board. It's the Clintons and it's Soros. Yes, Soros. Nobody's a f- Soros. It's all these guys. It's the Rockefellers. It's all yeah. these guys that really pull the strings behind the scenes yeah. that control presidents, Federal Reserve, 60 oh, percent of the Federal Reserve. On Come on. <laughs> but the, the, so, so it's the same players. Yeah. Right. And they got puppets and pawns who are so desperate for attention. Right. Such as these politicians that will roll because this, all your news networks, it's the same player. So how do you fight that? You bring new teams into the league. Yeah. Mm. There you go. You bring new teams into the league, you treat them well, you treat the players well, you tell the parents we're going to really actually take care of your son, you start drafting and you start competing. Yeah. That's America. Bingo. Bingo. That's exactly and what we you, need. We need that more than start ever competing. right now. And I, and I will end on this note. Yeah. Look, you're seeing, if anything else, pay attention to the difference in the reaction versus when people were attacking each other yeah. uh, out of the protest versus when people took it to the cathedral. See that the vast of I mean, they want to make sure we can't have that mm-hmm. ever again. We can't have anything close to anything like that. That is different. Peasants, y'all can kill each other, burn each other's houses down, yeah. burn each other's businesses yeah. down, steal from each other, do all that. Don't come at us. America, pay attention to that. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I even had a, someone tell me on Twitter. She said... Los Angeles, which, of course, we've seen California, Los Angeles have some of the strictest coronavirus mandates in the country. Uh, They are now warning, the public health officials are now warning the residents that any activity outside of your home is high risk. Uh, The public health director said everyone should keep in mind that community transmission rates are so high that you run the risk of an exposure to coronavirus whenever you leave your home. Assume that this deadly invisible invisible virus is everywhere looking for a willing host. Now, this is, of course, uh, after L.A. County has experienced an increase of more than 945 Uh, percent in daily COVID-19 cases since the latest surge began in November. Um, And and, I mean, 
in case you haven't been just like so excited about the direction that the country is going, uh, they're also warning that that our darkest days are are still yet to come. We have not experienced yet the worst of coronavirus. We heard that from Joe Biden. We're hearing that from her. Um, You know, it's just they keep saying this deadly virus, this deadly virus. I mean, you probably could call any virus deadly if we're just using that yeah, term the way that we're using it today. It and they may get sick enough to die while 99.9% of everybody else will right. get it and won't die. Right. See, this is really frustrating, definitely considering what all we've been talking about. And then we're going to go right back to all of these states and the federal government also being involved with all of these nonsensical rules that are being in place uh, that are shutting people down. And y'all worried about the cathedral being exactly. attacked? Like, I'm about to flip this table. I'm so frustrated that that's what we're worried about. We're worried about that. Have y'all not been paying attention to all the biggest wealth transfer throughout uh, recent human history? And we're worried about the cathedral having a couple of tables flipped? Like, that is how I know America don't even understand what the hell is going on. And a lot of these guys support these politicians that don't understand. Look. It's criminal what these guys are doing at the federal level. It's criminal what they're doing at, at, at a lot of the local um, uh, level. But unfortunately, they're listening to the CDCs of the yes. world and under yes. their advice, yes. which is where it really all uh, WHOs, where it really all starts. And they set you up for failure. Am I the only one that doesn't think this is insane? No, that, no, like on. this has been going. We're talking about people's livelihoods been ruined, yeah, and I'm supposed to sit up here and clutch my pearls and faint on the couch over there because uh, uh, the cathedral got 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 a couple of tables flipped. Like no, no. This is what I'm telling not. you when I say go local. All right, if they look at a federal CDC. California see, right now needs to say no. The answer is no. I mean, California. The answer so is no, Newsom. <laughs> no, but, no, no, but there are still conservatives in California, and you've got to stand. You've got to say no because it's, it's complete tyranny. And, and how is it that Corona is so different in California than Texas? Because people aren't dying in the streets, okay? And our benches, our Man, benches Florida. are open. How is it so different in Florida, okay? It's not. It's fear-mongering. It's a social experiment. It's pushing people into submission. And they will submit you if you let them and you've let them say no. This is why I'll say it again. You don't get that vaccine close to me or this guy. I can tell you that right now. Won't take it. Right? You're not shutting me down. My kids aren't wearing masks. You're not shutting. Praise God for Abbott and Abbott get rid of the masks. Yeah, please. Say, get rid of the mask completely, totally. Get rid of the mask. Yeah. But they will push. They will never stop. It's like begging them to go, come on, please play nice now. Yeah. We're giving you 2021. Can you, uh, 2020, can you give us 2021 back? And they go, no, we want it all. Yeah. We want it all the way to socialism. We want it all. This, see, this is why uh, the, the other thing that we've been talking about for the vast majority of the show is so frustrating and why I talk about decentralization because people will be more inclined to focus on that stuff I if they didn't have to worry about what the hell the federal government yes. was doing. And I think this is why people are so protective of, of the federal government maintaining the power it is that they actually have. Because any event that they were decentralized, I could imagine us being more like, you can argue that was how it was supposed to be, more like nation states where there's just like mutual defense thing as opposed to sure. sending uh, uh, idiots over to Washington to vote on, on, on our behalf. Could you imagine? Because like I always say it's a lot more easier for me to fight texas than it is for me to fight 
the federal government. And people, will, if that was off their backs, a lot of people will be focusing on the criminals. And that just are for around. people that may not know what you mean by decentralization, yeah. I want to just talk about that real quick. Imagine if you took the okay. Department of Labor and, of Labor and you put it in Pittsburgh, and you take the Department of Energy and it's in Dallas. Yeah. You, Department of Education is in Omaha, Nebraska. And now you take all the brood of vipers and you spread them into normal people, into America, and all yeah. of a sudden they're going to start behaving. Yep. Mm. Yep. They're going to start behaving because they control little Washington, D.C. Yeah. Correct? Exactly. 100%. All right. Well, you're welcome for the crash course in decentralization back in a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. Spread it out. Yeah. And then when they misbehave, they're surrounded. Yeah. By, by. All right, yesterday's poll, who is the future of the right? Now, this was, po I was posted, it was up for a whole day, but it was posted, I think, a little bit before the riot started. So it'll be interesting to know if this would have changed anyone's answers. But uh, who is the future of the right? 41% of you, almost 42, said a Trump one of the Trumps, 28% uh, said someone else, and uh, Ted Cruz came in at 19.6, almost 20%, Nikki Haley at 10%. So those were your answers. Today's poll, did the, resort, did the results of the Georgia election surprise you? Let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter, of course. That is at The Blaze. And again, once again, shameless plug and self-promotion. If you are one of the people watching on YouTube, maybe you're watching on The Blaze TV stream, um, and you love this show that we do. You watch it every day. You are an avid watcher, an avid follower. If you would like for other people to maybe join you and become avid watchers and avid followers, uh, you got to help us by promoting the podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcast and make sure to rate it, review it, and subscribe. So when you do that, it actually helps it show up to more people so that more people can watch this amazing news program that you yourself catch all the time. Uh, so make sure, rate, review it. Five stars. Five, five stars. Yeah, I mean, five I'm stars. just saying. Five stars. I'm just saying five stars. All right. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.